All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Wine, Women, and Words. I'm Michelle with you tonight from the living room instead of the bedroom because the kids are up at Grandma's house tonight and just ignore that pile of towels that I forgot to fold before <laughs> I pointed the camera that way. And um, with me, of course, is Diana. Hello. And Diana is the birthday girl of the week because her birthday was on Monday. Monday, right? Yes. yes. It was Monday. It was a Harry Potter themed birthday, so I'm quite thrilled. I'm so jealous. It's it's cool. It's very cool. You, you before you go, you gotta take the kids up at least for one day. Okay, a bad mother moment, but I don't wanna take the kids. I wanna leave the kids at grandma's and I wanna go. <laughs> you could totally do that. And I would be willing to go and do that with you. Oh, you're a good friend. You would do that for me. I would do that for you. I would, you could twist my arm and make me go to Harry Potter World at Universal, or whatever they like to specifically call it. I like to refer to it as Harry Potter World, because, you know, Harry Potter is the world. So there's that. Really? <laughs> um, was it crowded? It, I don't, I mean, I didn't see a lot of pictures that you guys posted of the crowds, but... There wasn't. We were there on a Monday. Um, so you figure Monday, school's in. It was the longest I think we waited was a little over half an hour for a ride, which was nice. Um, and you can't really beat the deal right now. It's $99. I think you have to buy it online, but it's like $99 for the day. And then $119 to go until, again, as many times, pretty much as you want, with some blackout dates until the end of February. Hmm. So it was like, it's totally worth it to do it. Yeah, if if I wasn't moving in two months, I probably would do that, but I'll probably do the one day. But there is our plug for Universal Studios. So whenever <laughs> you want to start paying us for advertising, we will be here. <laughs> so we have some other exciting things going on I feel like that I'm for oh where is your mug or your goblet I have to see your goblet my husband commissioned a goblet from some friends of mine who do um it's the high rich <laughs> <laughs> hello <laughs> they do a um they have a woodworking company and they make all these really awesome goblets and all things usable art basically and so my husband had this goblet made and we'll put it up here so here's the front I'll turn it around because you know how I'm obsessed with octopuses. And then you've got Lilo here. And then turning, you've got Fizzgig right there. And the artist uh, actually used pictures of the dog. So you have Lilo, who's actually curious about the octopus because, you know, that's Lilo. And Fizzgig, who's like, wake me if there's food. Otherwise, I really don't give a shit. <laughs> so this thing is really tall, as you can tell. Like, this is. I'm not even able to fit the whole thing. That's front. You can see the whole like goblet portion, and then here's the under portion of it. So it's so tall. Um, and very very cool. Though it's made of maple, and then the stem is actually cocobola wood, which after they got their last shipment of cocobola wood is now endangered. Oh. And they're not going to be. They're going to be doing reclaimed cocobola wood from now on. Interesting. Well, so we will have a, a link to this on our Facebook page and possibly, I don't think we can put it on our YouTube page, can we? No, uh, we'll post a link on, check our Facebook page, um, Wine, 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 Women, and Words, and you can 
see a link to their page and support uh, small business artists. Yes. Well, it's mm -hmm. lovely. And Rich and I, my Hi. husband. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Bye. Love you. Have fun. Um, we are childless for four days. And tomorrow, <laughs> and uh, tomorrow I'm taking him to Dallas for a weekend in Texas, and he's going to his very, well, I'm going with him, but he's going to his very first Cowboys game. He is a diehard Cowboys fan, and this trip has been three years in the making, and I conspired with one of our girlfriends down here whose boyfriend is also a diehard Cowboys fan to surprise our guys with them earlier this year. So we've been waiting since April for this trip. <laughs> We're finally leaving tomorrow. We're pretty excited. That is so exciting. So that's going, what's going on in our world. And it's just, it's so nice to be on my couch. <laughs> Look. Anyway. Yeah, you only see my office because right now my the rest of my house is a disaster. So we've barely been home on the weekends, so it's amazing. The least, the more you're not home, the messier your house gets. It's just I don't get it. It should be the other way around. So this weekend I've got a fun-filled weekend. Yes, because two weekends from now you will be here. I will be. I'm pretty excited. <laughs> So this month, we are doing The Woman in Cabin 10 by Ruth Ware. I would hold up my copy, but I lent it out, so I cannot show you. But she is the book. Yes. Yeah. I, I want to do ebooks, but I sometimes forget that I have them when I download them. But I need, I downloaded Dido's Crown, so I need to read that. Yes, I have. I have my Kindle also connected to my phone, so I always have a book with me. It just makes things so much easier. Um, like if I'm stuck in a doctor's office or an appointment and I need something to read, I just whip out my phone instead of playing games. I can read a book. Um, and I like to trade off periodically, and I was just really in a book buying um, mood today. So, ebook it was because I didn't have didn't have time to go to the bookstore. I love those moods. <laughs> so, so this we're in October mm -hmm. and you know spooky creepy thriller and I have have you started reading it yet no not yet I just got it today I'm actually trying to finish up another book um, called the gap in time okay. which is a lovely Shakespeare retelling huh Hmm. Yeah. I wonder if that's about Pat that could be related to past episodes of Wine, Women, Words that people should check out. It just might be. <laughs> so yes, I have I have lent my copy of Wine of uh, the Woman in Cabin Ten to a fellow book nerd, uh, our friend Katie, uh, and she's started reading it. And I've gotten random texts from her going. Oh my God! I I kind of saw this one this part coming, but I didn't know it was gonna be like this. <laughs> so, since we're gonna be on a plane together for three hours tomorrow, I fully expect shoulder punches as she reads. But um, we are going to talk wait, about. Wait, 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 more importantly, what what are you gonna be reading on the plane? 
I haven't decided yet. I okay. have I have Dido's crown. Mm -hmm. I have um I have another thriller, it the Witch's Daughter, I think, which is it starts in Salem and then it skips to present day. I've been meaning to read that one. And then and I also have um Truly Madly Guilty by Leanne Moriarty, um, which I bought like weeks ago, and I've been dying to read it, but it's a hardcover, so I don't know. That's kind of bulky for a, a plane. Mm -hmm. It's a big hardcover. Yeah, go with an ebook. It makes things easier. Mm -hmm. And it's just a fun read. But um, today we're going to be talking. We started out, it was originally going to be female villains but it has evolved into notorious women. Mm -hmm. So women who are known for being bad and breaking the rules. Hmm. My favorite hmm. women. <laughs> um, didn't you just did a blog post about that, right? On creating her story? No. What no, I have not. Not yet. Oh, it was I the band books. I was thinking of band books because we were talking about a book from Air Band Books. I did um, books written, band books written by female authors. That's what I was thinking of. Yep. Yeah, so, what I did was a book review of The Language of Stones. That's right. Mm -hmm. So my, my list is, for the most part, female villains, bad guys. Um, I do feel like I have to warn people because some of these are thrillers and you don't know who the, the killer could be. But clearly... So it's, just list the book itself and be like, there's an awesome female villain. Exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going not, not to say who it is, but I mean, obviously, it's going to be a female villain, so that narrows the suspect list down. But it doesn't give it away, so I won't be doing any spoilers. Good compromise. Just, just a heads up. Mm -hmm. So would you like to begin? Sure. My first notorious woman is going to be Beryl from Circling the Sun. And the reason why I chose her as a notorious woman is that because she was very notorious for being having a bad reputation in England. And she defied all sorts of conventions for what women were supposed to be doing back in the 1920s and colonial um, Kenya, actually. I was trying to think of which country it was that she was in. Um, so she flew planes, she raced horses, she slept around, everything a woman wasn't supposed to do. So she was quite notorious, and I quite like her. Um, the I'm gonna the next one is from American Gods, and American Gods has so many different notorious and um, interesting characters and the one that I'm going with is Ms. Me I think it's Miss Media or the media goddess however she refers to herself but basically it's a media goddess um, within American Gods I love her I love her I love her I love her she is so awesome um, she I think that out of all of the gods she's my most favorite and the most prevalent for today and the next one which I'm sure Michelle has on her list but she's notorious for, for multiple different reasons, and that's a Wicked Witch of the West. Who now? You, you cut out just for a second. 
Oh, the Wicked Witch of the West. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I knew you had her on your list, didn't you? She's first. Like <laughs> I figured it would be. First. <laughs> <laughs> Glary White. <laughs> well um, for those of you who are just listening, Michelle just stuck her camera her phone right up to the camera. It was like it's the first one right here. Look it. Well, I, as I was doing that, I was going to wait for it to the camera to adjust so you could see, but then you would see all my lists, so I decided not to. Oh, good idea. But yeah, so she's I'll totally right there. Because she's, in a different retelling, she's not necessarily a bad guy, but she is quite notorious, and she's always breaking the rules. She Okay, so I totally had The Wizard of Oz, The Wicked Witch of the mm -hmm. West, on my list, and as we were talking, I thought, you know what? I'm gonna do Wicked too because she's she's not a she's not a bad character in Wicked. She's really misunderstood at first and mm -hmm. unaccepted, but I mean she's extremely extremely notorious and uh, you know she's very rage against the machine mm -hmm. to use a band name. Um, <laughs> well, that book teaches us um, the concept of somebody being misunderstood, one person's heroes and another person's villain. Um, so there's different aspects that you can take with it, and that's you know one thing that's great about that character is that she can be portrayed as evil, like you see in the Wicked Witch of the or in the Wizard of Oz books in the movie, or she can be a folk hero like you see in Wicked uh, and Dorothy Must Die. Um, mm -hmm which she is the hero in it, and Glenda is the evil villain. Uh, so that's another fun, notorious villain. Um, I totally forgot about that book, too. <laughs> I was going to my Goodreads list before we did this. I was like, oh, that's a great book. Um, but yeah, it's, it's all about how you view it. It's two different sides of the coin. So go on with your list, Michelle. Well, you can give, give us I some on your, on your list. So I have, I mean, if we're going for female, like, bad guys, um, Jillian Flynn, now she is who you thought wrote The Girl on the Train, which, yeah. by the way, I'm going to see tomorrow morning at 1030 before my flight. <laughs> oh, wow. Because um, I, I cannot wait. Anyway, <laughs> uh, she also wrote a book called Sharp Objects. Um, her characters are all seriously flawed. I don't think there's, she's written, I think four books, um, three or four. And in all of them, the main character is beyond messed up. Um, Gone Girl is the most well known because of the movie. Um, but her other, uh, I mean, Sharp Objects, it's a, a murder mystery. And the main character is a reporter who goes back to her hometown to cover these murders. And, I mean, she has issues up the wazoo. Um, but the killer in this book is, I mean, she's, a, it's a she. But, um, but she's twisted. This, this person is, I mean, she's, she's evil. But, <laughs> It has a lot of really good twists and turns in it, and I can't give, I don't want to give too much away because um, there are two major plot twists 
that at least I didn't see coming. I tend to be really gullible while I read, and I, I don't always figure things out. So everyone else is like, oh, yeah, I totally saw that coming. And I'm like, what? You just get caught up in the story. I do. Um, and, of course, I had uh, Elphaba from Wicked and then the Wicked Witch of the West from The Wizard of Oz. Um, and I also, if we're talking about notorious women, I... Um, want to add uh, guests on is it guests on this earth or guests on earth uh, which is a historical fiction piece about a girl who gets um, she gets checked into a, a mental institution basically because her mother dies and it's set in in the 20s her mother dies her mother's um, husband doesn't really know what to do with this girl and she stops eating because she's depressed so he checks her into a mental institution and you know disappears but uh, Zelda Fitzgerald is hmm. also in this mental institution I think I need to read this book I have not read it yet it's really good I have it's it only one of our picks I have to hold on let me get it <laughs> um. Guests on Earth by Lee Smith. Um, it's really good. It all uh, leads up to Zelda Fitzgerald's death. Ooh. And um, I mean, Zelda Fitzgerald, she marched to her own beat in this. Uh, at least I'm assuming. I haven't read Z. I really want to. You and I were talking about this earlier. We're going to come across books with notorious women, and we're going to be like, oh, why didn't I mention that? <laughs> um, Z, this novel about Zelda Fitzgerald, talk about notorious women. She was, I think, the most notorious, one of the most notorious as they came, where she was a 1920s party girl. She, you know, she, she tried to break the rules. She's become quite a feminist icon and quite quite cool um, character in history. Yeah, so I I would be interested to read Z and then compare it to the fictional portrayal of Zelda. Um, because we should do that for a month. But we, we should do that. Did. I read that book because I've already read, obviously read uh, Z. You read Z, I read that book. And then listeners, you guys can I, you guys can choose which books to read between the two, and or you can do both. It's up to you. And then we can compare, can compare and contrast the books. I think that sounds like an awesome plan. See, see, see how how this works. We come up with shows on the fly. We are awesome. Either <laughs> January or February, I have to get back. Yeah, maybe we can. Yeah, we'll figure it out. But that that's definitely going to be one of our, our months read because I love that idea. Mm -hmm. So would you like to bounce back to your list? Sure. Um, my next one on my list is Ocean at the End of the Lake. Um, another wonderful meal game and book. Um, this one is like a, um, like those ghost stories you heard when you were a kid and they just gave you goosebumps. Um, we have a very bad spear, which I don't think she's really given a name in this book that basically haunts um, our main character's life. 
for a time being and you've got this family of women who I don't know if they're good or they're bad but they're certainly different um, my next one on my list is Divergent the Divergent series you've got quite a few notorious women some bad bad guy women in there um, so quite a few that's a good one um, 13th Tale, which all I'm going to say is if you love books and if you love writing, this is a story you need to read. And the women are quite uh, rule-breaking in this book. I'm afraid to really talk too much about this one because it's a book for book lovers, but it's, um, it's just going to give things away. And then my final two, I've got... Alexia Terabody from the Parasol Protected series. She, that's the one I think, have I talked about this one recently? Um, no, I think it's uh, the, I don't know if it's the same author, but the one that I always think of when we mention this one is the Alpha and Omega series. No, this is a different author. Okay. Uh, this is Gail Carriger, and Carriger, I can never say her last name properly. And she wrote this wonderful series, this whole reimagining about, of, um, uh, werewolves and vampires and it's in Victoria London and it's steampunk and you've got the the vampires who are all fabulous and I say that truly truly as it means they are fabulous and then you have the um, werewolves which are pretty much like werewolves and are what you would picture Scottish I guess you could say um, <laughs> they are they're gruff and they're they're wonderful and then you have Alexia who's kind of in the middle who has this really odd power where she is able to she touches one of these supernatural beings they become human for the time being while she is touching them and so she gets caught up in the middle of this world and she completely totally and utterly defies everything about being an 18th century Victorian lady and so I would say she is quite notorious especially because she could take out a vampire with her parasol hence the name of the parasol protectorate series and then my last and most notorious woman would be Cleopatra since she's portrayed both in literature and in history she is notorious for um, owning her sexuality before it was proper for a woman to even say the word sexuality. I've kind of figured that Shakespeare would come up at some point in your list. Um, but Cleopatra. <laughs> um, but I have. Do I have? I think I have still. I have to give this back to you. One of your parasol protectorate books. Oh, that's where it went. Don't worry I about it. Send it buying the new one and getting the and getting the second one assigned. Because I went, I've been going through. You know, we're moving in a couple months, so I started going through, and I found a stash of books in a box that I thought was entirely unpacked, and it was not, and uh, and it was in there. So, <laughs> when you come down next weekend, I will give it to you. Okay, yay, new books. Um, on my list, I have a couple others. Um, I think I may have mentioned this one in a previous episode, but it still applies. Um, it's called Big Little Lies by Leanne Moriarty. Um, 
think you've mentioned this one to me before, but not in an episode. It's kind. It's um. It's another thriller, well, murder mystery type thing, um, but it's all centered around moms at uh, an elementary school, and I mean, to begin, women to begin with are ridiculously competitive with one another, and they love to judge because, you know, why not? Um, but is, when you yeah, throw, we shouldn't be so competitive with each other. We should be more supportive. I totally agree. Mm -hmm. Um, when you can get the women of the PTA on board with that, then that will be a huge step forward in that in that movement. Um, <laughs> but it's totally like the women of the PTA who are all murder suspects. In, in this murder, you number one, you don't know who died until the very end, so you're trying to figure out who died and who did it. And as you're reading this book, it's told in in three different perspectives, um, for, from the three main characters, and then there's a fourth perspective, which is the interview, um, that investigators interviews with the other moms who, and dads who are present when the murder took place. Mm. So all these women, like they look so picture perfect on the surface and you know, you think that they have, you know, the perfect life, the perfect husband, but you find as you read that they're all scandalous in their own way. I love it. And I just love it. But you do, as a warning, you do get ridiculously mad at these characters. I had several times I had to put it down because I was just so angry at them that I couldn't handle them right now. Oh, those are the best characters to read. They're the ones that make you angry. So angry that oh. you want to throw the book. Oh, my gosh. They, they're just – some of the moms are just awful. And <laughs> I hope I never come across these types of moms. But I'm, I probably will. And I'll probably just complain about them to you. Yes, probably. And another book on my list was um, Heartsick by Chelsea Kane. Uh, and she has a serial. Now, you know from the get-go that the serial killer is Gretchen. I forget her last name. But her name is Gretchen. And she, I mean, in a sense, she's you know she embraces what she is she doesn't try to hide behind any type of mask she's you, you know that she's a serial killer you know that she's evil and she's almost the kind of serial killer that you love to hate not in the sense that you know you want her to get away because she's already caught at the beginning of the novel hmm. but she's just like so twisted that you just like i mean you got to you gotta love it in a weird way without sounding creepy. But I mean, she's she's a, a dark, dark character, and she's just so fun to read. And I can't. I've been meaning to pick up the sequel. It's uh, part of a series, so I've been meaning to pick up the next book in the series to find out what what Gretchen does because she's very methodical. Nothing that she says or does is on accident. There is a purpose for everything. And I love it. But those are really my list. I am so fried tonight. I woke up at 
six o'clock and I did a homework assignment. Then I was out the, out the door with the kids at nine and drove up to Orange County and then Riverside and back down. I sat in traffic on like five different freeways. So I'm so fried tonight that <laughs> I'm, I'm exhausted. I can see myself and it's just, please listen to the audio. Don't watch this. <laughs> I, I, know. I can understand. I'm quite tired myself. It's been one of those weeks where it's just, it was just nonstop phone calls at my office today and people getting angry with me because they couldn't get a hold of the attorney yesterday and how dare he be busy with other clients or actually doing, taking some personal time to fix the plumbing in his house. He's not allowed to do that. Um, no, absolutely not. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, that was my day and my patience was dental like this. So it was like, um, I look forward to doing these weekly chats and I hope everybody who listens enjoys it because it's an instant mood lifter. A little bit of wine, a little bit of books and some laughter. And I hope we can make everybody else's night uh, positive and happy too. And add to your uh, reading list. Because I think, you know, you know, I think we do need to pause for a moment and realize what happened tonight. Instead of me adding a book to Michelle's reading list, Michelle added a book to my reading list. Which but it's not a common occurrence, okay? Usually, if I need a book, the first thing that I do is text Diana and say, I need a book. <laughs> or go stalk my Goodreads page. Or um, I do that. Yes. And if anybody wants to follow me on Goodreads, um, I'm there under Diana Tierney. You're more than welcome to do so. Um, yeah, usually it's you're coming to me with books uh, or asking for books, and I'm in the mood for this. And it's like, okay, I'll let me hand you that. Um, and I give like a list of recommendations, but never have you actually given me a book, and this is a first. Yes, look, it's right here. I still have it. <laughs> you might have to, after the first of the year, because I think, have we mentioned that you're going to be on sabbatical for the month of December? No. Okay, so. Um, since we're moving, we are driving across the country with uh, two kids in a car um, to Chicago or wherever we end up. I, we're not going to be living in Chicago. Um, I've learned some of the big cities that you're closest to. You're going to be in Chicago. True. Yeah. Lily's so, going to have a Chicago accent. And so is Landon. Landon might. Lily might. Um, I I don't have an accent. I mean, I don't know, but we lost our East Coast accents. I know it comes out if I'm really really drunk. Okay. But or if I drink beer and you don't see me drink beer. Um, but since we're driving and we're moving, I will actually be taking a break from wine, women, wine, women, and words for the month of December, and Diana has all these fantastic guests lined up to join. I do. I've got a book picked out. We've got the author of the book picked out and lined up. Um, or I've got three, fan, two fully confirmed um, fantastic co-hosts and a third that I need to follow up with. Actually, a four, four if you count the author because I'm actually going to bring the author on to co-host with me one night and we're going to have a fabulous discussion. Um, and then, so it'll be different co-hosts every night. I'm going to do the Kelly Ripa thing. Um, Michelle's gone. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're going to take a break for the holidays, for the Christmas and New Year holiday, and then come back fresh and new in January. But in the meantime, 
we're going to have the weekly um, series coming up um, through October. We're going to read Girl in Cabin 10 all this month. And so we're going to try to have spooky things, I think, aren't we? Yeah. I mean, obviously. I like yeah. I like doing, I like doing this, the, um, a theme for the month. Um, and then next month we are reading. This way you guys have some time to actually read up and be teacher's pets. Um, November we're reading Lemon Collie Life of Annie Esther. And that's going to be, I think our theme for the month might end up being family. Mm -hmm. Right. And we are, I'm not sure if this is, if we have a date yet, but for those of you who love wine as much as you love books, I believe we are setting up a, a virtual wine tasting one night this month. Hopefully. It's, still in the works. We don't have a date set or anything yet. So that's, hopefully. Hopefully that'll happen. Um, and then, yeah. oh, sorry. And then oh, November, so December is uh, the Zarina's Legacy. That's going to be our book for December. So that'll finish out our whole month, our whole year. So we have a lot going on. As you can see, we finished our list a whole lot earlier than yes. we expected uh, to. So, so we're vamping right now. Um, but I mean, it's <laughs> it's just so much fun to do this every week, and it's nice to know that we have the rest of the year planned out. One rule though, for you know, everyone, you cannot like the guests that Diana has on this show more than me. <laughs> I'm, you know, they're all, I, I think I, I think I met a couple of them or at least one of them, or I've heard the names. You met two of the four. Okay. And they're fabulous. And I enjoyed meeting them and they're wonderful people. You can't like them more than me. That's <laughs> well, I mean, one of the topics, of course, is going to be why Michelle is so awesome and why we are missing her. Clearly, that's like the sub-theme of the month, um, <laughs> which I'm glad you picked up on because it would have been awkward for me to bring it up myself. It really would have been. I mean, it's not, I mean I'm not afraid of the awkwardness because when I was gone, you were going to have the whole Diana is awesome episode. Absolutely. Which ended up falling through, so because that was just so awesome. Because we couldn't <laughs> do it without you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the podcast. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Buddy, buddy, buddy. That's all, folks. Um, the podcast hinges on uh, me and my winning personality. And oh, one other thing, we are, we have launched a, a website called. Um, Oh my goodness, I just totally blanked on. Is it the Cosmos? Pop Thank you. Cosmos? Yes. Pop <laughs> Culture Cosmos. <laughs> um, this is my, my state of mind right now. I have packing lists going on in my head and homework assignments. But Pop, Pop Culture Cosmos, uh, it's a collaboration uh, between Diana, myself, and two um, colleagues uh, from, from my college that we launched. Uh, we'll be posting links to it. It's everything pop culture, news, and anything that we want to write about, we'll be writing about. And uh, there are other podcasts hosted on that website. And Diana uh, will actually be participating in um, a series on the Marvel Universe with yeah. our two colleagues. So. 
I have to brush up on my comics on that one. I haven't read the comics in a while, so I have to go back and like brush up and read some comics and follow up. I'm really great with the movies and the other stuff that goes out, but I've I got to brush up on the comics. But I am looking for I I know a little about a little about the Marvel universe. Um, I I know characters and I know like oh that's the guy that. He, he dies every time he's he reunites with his girl and then they die and they're reincarnated and they find each other again. That's DC. Oh, see, I know a little about a little. <laughs> I'm like, but, I'm trying to think, I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Nope, nope, that's DC. That's, that's definitely DC. That's in Legends of Tomorrow, that couple. And then uh, Hawkeye. No, not Hawkeye. <sighs> the one um, Will Smith was in the last, what was in a movie about him? That was based on that. Yeah. Can't remember the name. I can't either. But um, I am looking forward to that because Diana can hold her own when it comes to comics. <laughs> and I'm not really sure if these guys are prepared for the Diana. <laughs> now you're making me nervous. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's just, it's been a very busy week. and. Uh, I think we have talked about everything we could possibly talk about without <laughs> veering into the the realm of rambling. We haven't veered in there already? Not too far. <laughs> okay. But um, The Woman in Cabin 10 is the, the book of the month. It's a really easy read. It's um, It's not too long it's not really too complicated it's a good old-fashioned murder mystery that messes with your mind uh, for some reason my kindle isn't working on my phone because i kept trying to bring it up um because i i would give us our chapter assignments i'm thinking what do you think like the, what the first five chapters is it broken up like that we could do like the first expect to learn the first five chapters by next week yeah it's uh, it's a really easy read it's one that if you have you know a, you know, some spare time you can pick up and blow through a couple chapters. Um, and then all of a sudden you'll find yourself sitting and reading the whole thing. Um, but it's, it's a lot of fun and trying to figure out what the heck is going on is awesome. And I, <laughs> I'm so excited about the fact that I have already read this book and Diana hasn't because that rarely happens. So I am looking forward to the text messages of, oh my God, what is going on? Well, it's a thriller. I don't, I don't get opportunities to read thrillers very much. I only get the opportunities pretty much when we do this. That's when I get my opportunity to read a thriller and where I have to absolutely read one. So I'm looking forward to it. Well, you because you need a thriller in October. And uh, I. Don't know if we have our topic picked out for next week, but we'll be posting it on our Facebook page. Mm -hmm. um, you can, of course, follow us on Facebook, on Twitter. Um, well, you have all our links, but I'll share them again in the um, in the post here on YouTube, so you can always find us. And <clears throat> now that we are streaming live, you I, I know that there's a feature on here somewhere to submit questions. So if you have questions for us, you can always watch and send your questions in and we'll answer them for you because we would love that. <laughs>
But I think that's it for me this evening. Diana, did you want to add anything? Um, no, nothing more to add. We'll have the, also have the link for the Anarchy Woods, which I hope I'm pronouncing correctly. We'll have that on our Facebook page so you guys can get awesome goblet like mine um, and other neat stuff that they do. Awesome. Well, I hope you have a fabulous weekend. I really hope the Cowboys win on Sunday because then we're going to have some really grumpy guys on our hands. I hate it when the Ducks lose because then it's like there's no living with Ryan for a good 24 hours. Yeah, and, you know, we're going to be in Dallas. And if they lose, I feel like, well, what are we going to do now? So... my Anarchy Woods while you're in Dallas. <laughs> So even though I am from New Jersey, I think this week, um, some sort of like craft selling fair. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, even though I am from New Jersey and I'm obligated to, you know, cheer for the Giants, I will be cheering for the Cowboys this weekend. Yes, yes. as you should when you're in a, a very a very football orientated town. Yeah. I don't have anything that I can wear that is Cowboys related except for a baseball cap. So I might have to go shopping. I did that once when I was in Dallas. I went to a hockey game. I went to a Dallas Stars game wearing Ducks jerseys during the playoffs. That was quite interesting. I'm not brave like you are. <laughs> yeah. Smart thinking. Well, I guess that's it for tonight. Yes. Enjoy your week, everyone. And we'll see you again next week. See you next week, everybody. Bye. Bye.